Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of our Cameras Public Library Book Tastings. For those of you who may be new to the series, Georgia, what is a book tasting? It's quite the challenge to find your next great read. So our book tastings aim to help pique your interest in a genre that you may not have explored before. Which age group and genre are we focusing on today, Tristan? Our book tasting today explores some young adult novels that feature LGBTQ2S plus characters. Given how literature is a great reflection of social change and societal beliefs, it's really, really wonderful to see just this increasing representation of the queer community within many of today's novels. Now, without further ado, let us get into it. First up is one of my absolute favorite reads from last year, You Should See Me in a Crown by Leah Johnson. Liz Lighty has always believed she's too black, too poor, too awkward to shine in her small, rich, prom-obsessed Midwestern town. But it's okay. Liz has a plan that will get her out of Campbell, Indiana forever. Attend the uber-elite Pennington College, play in their world-famous orchestra, and become a doctor. But when the financial aid she was counting on unexpectedly falls through, Liz's plans come crashing down, until she's reminded of her school's scholarship for prom king and queen. There's nothing Liz wants to do less than endure a gauntlet of social media trolls, catty competitors, and humiliating public events, but despite her devastating fear of the spotlight, she's willing to do whatever it takes to get to Pennington. The only thing that makes it halfway bearable is the new girl in school, Mac. She's smart, funny, and just as much of an outsider as Liz. But Mac is also in the running for queen. Will falling for the competition keep Liz from her dreams or make them come true? If you're a fan of stories about underdogs packed with all the drama of prom courts, you might just love You Should See Me in a Crown by Leah Johnson. Wow, that does really sound like an interesting book. Our next one, Cemetery Boys by Aidan Thomas. Yadriel has summoned a ghost, and now he can't get rid of him. When his traditional Latinx family has problems accepting his gender, Yadriel becomes determined to prove himself as a real brujo. With the help of his cousin and best friend, Maritza, he performs the ritual himself, and then sets out to find the ghost of his murdered cousin and set it free. However, the ghost he summons is actually Julian Diaz, the school's resident bad boy, and Julian is not about to go quietly into death. He's determined to find out what happened and tie up some loose ends before he leaves. Left with no choice, Yadriel agrees to help Julian so that they can both get what they want. But the longer Yadriel spends with Julian, the less he wants to let him leave. If you like ghost stories with sarcastic protagonists, you'll certainly love Cemetery Boys by Aidan Thomas. Next up is The Miseducation of Cameron Post by Emily M. Danforth. When Cameron Post's parents die suddenly in a car crash, her shocking first thought is relief. Relief that they'll never know that hours earlier she'd been kissing a girl. But that relief doesn't last, and Cam is soon forced to move in with her conservative Aunt Ruth, and her well-intentioned but hopelessly old-fashioned grandmother, 
She knows that from this point on, her life will be forever different. Survival in Miles City, Montana means blending in and leaving well enough alone, as her grandmother might say, and Cam becomes an expert at both. Then Cowley Taylor moves to town. Beautiful pickup driving Cowley is a perfect cowgirl with the perfect boyfriend to match. She and Cam forge an unexpected and intense friendship, one that seems to leave room for something more to emerge. But just as that starts to seem like a real possibility, ultra-religious Aunt Ruth takes drastic action to fix her niece, bringing Cam face-to-face with the cost of denying her true self, even if she's not exactly sure who that is. The Miseducation of Cameron Post is a stunning and unforgettable literary debut about discovering who you are and finding the courage to live life according to your own rules. If you like coming-of-age stories filled with reflection, The Miseducation of Cameron Post by Emily M. Danforth might be the book for you. And now for our next book, The Henna Wars by Adiba Jaigirdar. When Dimple Met Rishi meets Simon vs. the Homo Sapiens Agenda in this rom-com about two teen girls with rival henna businesses. When Nisha comes out to her parents, they say she can be anyone she wants as long as she isn't herself. Because Muslim girls aren't lesbians, Nisha doesn't want to hide who she is, but she also doesn't want to lose her relationship with her family. And her life only gets harder once a childhood friend walks back into her life. Flavia is beautiful and charismatic, and Nisha falls for her instantly. But when a school competition invites students to create their own businesses, both Flavia and Nisha choose to do henna, even though Flavia is appropriating Nisha's culture. Amidst sabotage and school stress, their lives get more tangled. But Nisha can't quite get rid of her crush on Flavia, and realizes there might be more to her than she realized. For all those of you that like tropes from friends to enemies to lovers, check out The Henna Wars by Adiba Jagirdar. Next up is Georgia Peaches and Other Forbidden Fruit by J. Robin Brown. Joanna Gordon has been out and proud for years. But when her popular radio evangelist father remarries and decides to move all three of them from Atlanta to the more conservative Rome, Georgia, he asks Joe to do the impossible, to lie low for the rest of her senior year. And Joe reluctantly agrees. Although it is mostly much easier for Joe to fit in as a straight girl, things get complicated when she meets Mary Carlson, the oh-so-tempting sister of her new friend at school. But Joe couldn't possibly think of breaking her promise to her dad, even if she's starting to fall for the girl. Even if there's a chance Mary Carlson might be interested in her too, right? If your favorite movie is a heartfelt rom-com, Georgia Peaches and Other Forbidden Fruits by J. Robin Brown might be your new fave. Now on to our next book, Dreadnought by April Daniels. Danny Tozer has a problem. She just inherited the powers of Dreadnought, the world's greatest superhero. Until Dreadnought fell out of the sky and died right in front of her, Danny was trying to keep people from finding out she's transgender. But before he expired, Dreadnought passed his mantle to her, and those secondhand superpowers transformed Danny's body into what she's always thought it should be. Now there's no hiding that she's a girl. It should be the happiest time of her life. But Danny's first weeks finally living in a body that fits her 
are more difficult and complicated than she could have ever imagined. Between her father's dangerous obsession with curing her girlhood, her best friend suddenly acting like he's entitled to date her, and her fellow superheroes arguing over her place in their ranks, Danny feels like she's in over her head. She doesn't have much time to adjust. Dreadnought's murderer, a cyborg named Utopia, still haunts the streets of Newport City, threatening destruction. If Danny can't sort through the confusion of coming out, master her powers, and stop Utopia in time, humanity faces extinction. If you're a fan of superhero origin stories, try Dreadnought by April Daniels. Next up, we have Felix Ever After by Kaysen Callender. Felix's love has never been in love. And yes, he's painfully aware of the irony. He desperately wants to know what it's like and why it seems so easy for everyone but him to find someone. What's worse is that even though he's proud of his identity, Felix also secretly fears that he's one marginalization too many, black, queer, and transgender, to ever get his own happily ever after. When an anonymous student begins sending him transphobic messages after publicly posting Felix's dead name, alongside images of him before he transitioned, Felix comes up with a plan for revenge. What he didn't count on? His catfish scenario landing him in a quasi-love triangle. But as he navigates his complicated feelings, Felix begins a journey of questioning and self-discovery that helps redefine his most important relationship, how he feels about himself. Felix Ever After is an honest and layered story about identity, falling in love, and recognizing the love you deserve. If you've ever wanted to catfish someone to get revenge, you might just love Felix Love in Felix Ever After by Kaysen Callender. And our next novel, I'll Be the One by Lila Lee. The world of K-pop has never met a star like this. This debut author, Lila Lee, delivers a deliciously fun, thoughtful rom-com celebrating confidence and body positivity perfect for fans of Jenny Han and Julie Murphy. Sky Shin has heard it all. Fat girls shouldn't dance, wear bright colors, shouldn't call attention to themselves. But Sky dreams of joining the glittering world of K-pop. And to do that, she's about to break all the rules that society, the media, and even her own mother have set for girls like her. She'll challenge thousands of other performers in an internationally televised competition looking for the next K-pop star, and she'll do it better than anyone else. When Sky nails her audition, she's immediately swept into a whirlwind of countless practices, shocking performances, and the drama that comes with reality TV. What she doesn't count on are the highly fat-phobic beauty standards of the Korean pop entertainment industry her sudden media fame and scrutiny, or the sparks that soon fly with her fellow competitor, Henry Cho. But Sky has her sights on becoming the world's first plus-sized K-pop star, and that means winning competition without losing herself in the process. For all you K-pop lovers out there, I'll Be the One by Lila Lee might just be the Next one Next up, we have Crier's War by Nina Varela. Impossible love between two girls. One human, one maid. A love that could birth a revolution. After the War of Kinds ravaged the kingdom of Rabu, 
the Automé, designed to be the playthings of royals, took over the estates of their owners and bent the human race to their will. Now Ayla, a human servant rising through the ranks at the House of the Sovereign, dreams of avenging the death of her family by killing the Sovereign's daughter, Lady Cryer. Cryer, who was made to be beautiful, to be flawless, and to take over the work of her father. Cryer had been preparing to do just that, to inherit her father's rule over the land. But that was before she was betrothed to Skyr Kinnock, who seems to have a thousand secrets. That was before she discovered her father isn't as benevolent as she thought. And that was before she met Ayla. Set in a richly imagined fantasy world, Nina Varela's debut novel is a sweepingly romantic tale of love, loss, and revenge that challenges what it really means to be human. Another enemies-to-lovers tale set in a glorious fantasy world, Cryer's War by Nina Varea is an incredible story. And now for our next novel, Once and Future, by A.R. Capetta and Corey McCarthy. King Arthur as you've never imagined, this bold, sizzling YA retells the popular legend with the once and future king as a teenage girl. And she has the universe to save. I've been chased my whole life, as a fugitive refugee in the territory controlled by the tyrannical Mercer Corporation. I've always had to hide who I am, until I found Excalibur. Now I'm done hiding. My name is Ari Helix. I have a magic sword, a cranky wizard, and a revolution to start. When Ari crash lands on Old Earth and pulls a magic sword from its ancient resting place, she is revealed to be the newest reincarnation of King Arthur. Then she meets Merlin, who has aged backwards over the centuries into a teenager, and together they must break the curse that keeps Arthur coming back. Their quest? Defeat the cruel, oppressive government, and bring peace and equality to all of humankind. No pressure, right? Now if you're a fan of gender-bent classics, be sure to check out Once in Future by A.R. Capetta and Corey McCarthy. That is all for this week and the last of our summer book tastings. We hope you've enjoyed this show and have found new books for your to-be-read pile. Be sure to check out the final installment of our novel read-aloud, The Mysterious Affair at Styles*, out this Friday. 